if I go on Survivor, which is my favorite game show, I would win. Like, that's how good I, I just was like, nothing can break me. Nothing can break me. I've done this. I'm good. Throw me on Survivor right now. 39 days. Come on. I just did 105. Like... Jay, that's me. Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, the behind the scenes, unfiltered, no holds barred. Look at the realities of the location dependent lifestyle from two dudes living that lifestyle. I'm Jason. And if you want to quit eating dark chocolate caramel wedges from Trader Joe's, do not keep them next to your desk because I have an empty tin here. Mm. I used to not be a major chocolate fan, mm. Mm. but I've always been someone who loves desserts and I'm starting to see the chocolate seep in. Like I think even the other day I picked a chocolate ice cream flavor over, you know, a variety of other flavors and thought, huh, slowly but surely over 39 mm. years of life, chocolate is grabbing a hold of me. Well, your I'm taste trapped. buds change, I think, you know? Um, yeah. Sorry. And my, my daughter, who's two and a half, um, is already a chocoholic. Like she'll wake up and ask for chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, this is this is not going well. Like what happens when you're old enough that you can actually stand up on the stool and get the chocolate? We're in trouble. We'll be poor. Make, make sure she eats the, ch the cheap chocolate. Not not those. That, that's a fancy tin, Jay. You have chocolates in a tin. That can't be cheap. That no, can't be cheap. Especially when they came from America all the way to Norway. So, I'm oh, lucky. Now All they're right. gone. Yeah, you pay that import tax. Have you introduced yourself yet? I, I, I'm Trav. I'm the other half of the uh, location in the team here today, guys. We are talking habits and uh, good habits, bad habits, how to build habits, how not to build habits. Habits, especially this time of year, are a very, very hot topic. You know, a lot of books being written about habits recently, including uh, a very popular book by someone that I think we've both met. I've met. I think maybe you've met him. James Clear. No. Okay. He's He's been in WDS a few times. I, I met him through a, a mutual friend. Very nice guy. Um, And yeah, his new book, or not new book, but I guess it's still like on the New York Times bestselling list. I don't know. This book is now, what's cool about it is, you know, now when you have those books that they put like the 52 books you need to read and it's like how to influence people and win friends by like Dale Carnegie, like these classics. I'm yeah. seeing Atomic Habits show up on that list now. I'm like, that's that's pretty amazing. That's pretty oh, amazing yeah. to be like what you would call an instant classic. So habits, obviously, top of mind for a lot of people. And um, Jay, you've personally been going through Atomic Habits. So, you know, you could bring some stuff out from that. But we wanted to talk about stuff that we've done in our life that has led us to building successful habits. And then there are some habits that I have that have never, I've never been able, I guess, there are some things I've wanted to do that I've never either been able to break a habit or make a habit. Mm. Yeah, I'm listening to Atomic Habits right now. It's it's phenomenal. I'm not too far into it. I mean, I'm, I'm some chapters into it, but this is not meant to be a synopsis of that. Rather, our commentary on habits, like you said, in our experience. Um, I will say uh, a, a lot of the book is resonating and uh, really what it comes down to is just building 
back and awareness around our habits and understanding that some of our habits or maybe all of our habits, um, they, they can be changed, but they can also be sort of robotically um, incorporated into our lives each and every day if we're not paying attention. And a lot of this, uh, I know James Clear calls it the, the habit loop. Um, I wish I could remember what the habit loop is. It's something I'll have to look up in a minute. But we've all experienced this in our lives, right? When you build a good habit or a bad habit, it's sort of this, the same thing, right? Like, like if you get up and wake up uh, in the morning and you work out every day or three days a week or whatever, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. You know, Monday morning, your alarm clock goes off. You get up, you eat your banana, you put your running shoes on, you go out for your run, you come back and you have your reward, which is maybe that good feeling of health, or maybe you eat a bowl of uh, chocolate cocoa puffs afterwards or whatever the case is a and it becomes a routine right and it takes a while to establish that habit but then you know when you're many weeks or months in it's just kind of what you do this i experienced this last year when i was in a very awesome streak of exercising and i had an accountability buddy and we were um we had this schedule which is another important thing that he talks about you have to have a plan to actually execute these habits, like the the ability to execute on the habits uh, that you want to build dramatically increase when you have a plan. So we had a plan, we had a six day a week plan and we had like accountability and we had the streak going and it just became almost automatic, right? Like there was no, it was just part of what I do. Like I, I drop my kids off at daycare and then I come back and I do this thing because I have to. And then I go on with my day. And once that became a habit, it was so powerful. And trying to build that again right now, it is very difficult, man. It's hard to build new habits. And if there's one thing I would say to myself and to anybody listening, the best thing you can do first is, is have the awareness around the habits that you have, and then try to figure out which ones are serving you and which ones aren't. And for the ones that aren't serving you, how are you going to break them? And how are you going to add new habits that serve you into your life? It's a tricky, tricky thing. Yeah, I, I am an all or nothing personality, which is uh, to, my, to my benefit and also to my detriment. And so you for know me, that about yourself, though. I mean, that's, that's yeah, good. for me, habits, you know, we just got done uh, last week recording one about, about setting New Year's goals and, and the whole thing that I was, talking about there was this idea that you, you have to set yourself up for success by, like you said, having an awareness of what's the most important goal, then chunking it down into smaller things and, and then, and not focusing on needing to be perfect or do it 365 days a year. So when I'm saying that I'm, I'm speaking to myself too. And this is why we've built out that system because I knew that I needed permission with that kind of stuff to to not be perfect because I like you when I get on a streak and for me when you even said oh we did it six days a week I actually kind of cringed a little bit because I don't know if I could do a six day a week one because if you gave me that break it would be hard for me to get back on like I just know that about myself and so for me I I am a all or nothing and I I had a I did a mental toughness slash physical fitness challenge 
over the last year called 75 hard, which people might be familiar with. Long story short, you're supposed to do, you have to do these tasks for 75 days. And uh, there's like seven tasks that you have to do each day for 75 days, ranging from the easy, which is like, take a picture of yourself in the mirror, which takes the least amount of time, right? So when I say easy, I mean the least amount of time all the way up to you have to do two 45-minute exercises a day, which takes the, the most amount of time and the most, you know, is the most intrusive in what your normal lifestyle would probably be for, for, for 95% of people. And um, so you have these tasks you have to do, but it's seven tasks. And I ended up doing it for 105 days straight. And it was when I was in that mode, it, like you said, it was, the, the moment I got a free time to myself, right? Dropped the kids off at school or something like that. It was like, okay, well, I know if I have to get these seven tasks done, I got to do one of them right now. Like, and, and probably it's the workout one because if I don't get a workout in, you know, by yeah. midday, well then now I have two to do at night. And there were days where I, I had to do two at night. I do one at 5 PM and I have to go and do one at 11 PM, but that really was not enjoyable. Right. And right. so you know, one of the things I think that habits do or, or cause, cause here's the thing that I struggle with, with habits uh, is the word itself. Because when I hear habit, I equate it. And I know this isn't right to something that you do fairly unconsciously, like something like for me, chewing my fingernails is a habit right now that I do uh, somewhat unconsciously. Like I just do it and I want to break the habit, but I'm like, I do it without even thinking. Right. And then I think about it and I'm like, okay, that was stupid. So I equate that habits to that. And so I almost rely on them too much. Like, oh, I got to build a habit. Meaning when the habit is built, now I don't have to do anything. Right. It's like on autopilot. And that's obviously not the case. Right. You, you, you're not going to get in a habit of running where now it's just you're, you're out running unless you're Forrest Gump and you don't even realize you're running. Oh my gosh, here I am, right? And so that's my my issue with my perception of habits is that I, what I did with 75 hard over those 105 days, it became, it, it became habits, but I was still consciously thinking that I had to go and do them. But what changed was that it wasn't, should I do this? It was like, well, you're doing this. So when are you doing it? Right. And that's, that's the big distinction for me. Yeah. Um, couple things here. First of all, to circle back the habit loop, just to, just cause I wanted to close the loop on that is one cue, two craving, three response four reward. And that is what they call the habit loop, uh, which is important for building new habits. And, you know, the accountability thing, is huge, Trav. Like you said, when you committed to this program, it was, you just, you committed to it in a certain way where you're like, I'm doing this. And then you got going and there was a plan. There was a framework you needed to work within. There were tasks that needed to be done. You knew what you were doing each day. And that's a huge part of forming new habits. Because if you're just playing guesswork in, in every day when you wake up, it, it's going to be really hard to develop a new habit, right? I think and, and, also having, not that you can't come up with your own plan, Jay, but having a plan in place that's like given to you by someone else sure. for me is important because here's what happened. That 75 hard thing was like, here are the seven things you have to do. And there's no substitutions. 
if you miss, you're done. You have to start from the beginning. So that was a big motivator for me because once I got 15, 20 days in, it's like, well, I've given up key lime pie three times. Like I'm, <sighs> there's no way I'm going back to zero because, because you've already done hard things and you want it. You don't want those like, to I'm be 50 days away from eating key lime pie again. I'm not <laughs> right. You don't it. want those to be sunk costs. Right. So that's one thing. The other thing though, is when I've tried to do it on my own, and I've tried to do modified versions. And here it comes down to the all or nothing. So I've said, okay, well, two workouts a day was really stressful on our family life and, and our schedule and all this. So I'm going to do this program, but I'm only going to do one workout a day. But this was like me modifying the plan. So now it became my plan. Even though it was 95% someone else's plan, I just changed the way. Yeah. I've never been able to successfully do it. I've started oh, really? and stopped and failed over and over and over again despite the fact that it is easier than the other one. And yeah. so for me, I think I benefit from, from being told by someone else, this is what you have to do. No exceptions. And I'll be like, yeah. okay. Well, this is why we have a business coach. And this is why we have programs like the Lifestyle Launch Academy to help people that want that accountability. Because when you're you know, when there's a framework and you're, you're put into it and then you're committed to it, you you have to build the habits, the right habits to get results in many ways, right? If you want to run a marathon and you want to actually finish the marathon, you better get the uh, some kind of training regimen going. You can download those online and then you have to follow it. Then you have the plan and you, and you know what you're doing. And, and after a bit of time, it develops into a habit. So I, I think one of the big important things here, I just, and then I'll let you jump in for a minute, as part of this podcast, I think, is just to really emphasize the importance of habits as a thing. If you don't think it's an important thing to study on your own, like picking up a book like Atomic Habits or something else, you are wrong <laughs> because we do so much unconsciously even. And there's so much to unpack here, way more than Travis and I could do in a 20-minute podcast episode. But this is one of, I would say, the top five most important things that a human being should study for themselves, like self-study, self-educate, like other things in that list for me might be like personal finance. You know, that's something they didn't really teach in school. You should, you should get educated on personal finance, get educated on habits. Those are two mm. huge this is a good, things. I, I want to cut you off because I want you to keep going because this is actually a good podcast topic. Like, what be. do you feel are the five verticals Essential or five skills, life topics skills? Yeah, that with life skills that have made the most impact on you when you've learned about them, you know, just like you mentioned, you mentioned personal habits, you mentioned- well, Why don't we uh, make that personal... the next show? Why don't we make that? Uh, we'll tease it out. Yes, that, I, I just mean that wasn't on our list for the next show, but I love this topic because it's instantly got me thinking like, huh, what are those things that when I learned them or or having not learned them and knowing that I don't know it well enough, I, I are you know are detrimental to to my life and are making me not the best person that I can be. One of the things I wanted to jump in and say when we were talking about um, you know, being given, and I was talking about being given a, a framework and a plan because I am a hundred percent agree with you that. The framework and plan to build the habit is super important, especially for people who are all or nothing like me. Also important for me is being given it by someone else. Um, if, if it's in a, a 
a part of my life that I'm not an expert in, right? Which is most things. Um, but on top of that, then, is being given it by an authority that you trust, right? Because you could, and, and I, this doesn't mean that you even have to know him. I've never met the guy who runs 75 hard. I actually, when I listen to his podcast, hate his podcast and like don't agree with most of the things that he talks about outside of the 75 hard program. Cause he talks about a bunch of other stuff and it doesn't jive with me. I, I don't like the way he is. I, I don't like the way he talks. I don't like the brashness that he has, but this program, I was introduced to it by someone I did trust who also I think doesn't like the way that the guy who runs 75 hard is, but said, this is an amazing program. Like don't focus on who's running it, but focus on the program. And, and is this guy an authority on this thing? And, and the answer was yes. So I think finding someone, finding a plan and a framework that's given to you by someone else and you trust them and they are an authority in that field. And you're like, Hey, I, I understand why they're saying this for me holds a huge amount of impact because it means I then feel like if I do this, I'm going to get the results, right? Isn't that what we want out of habits? We want to say, I'm going to put time in. And if I do, I'm going to get the result because I'm not motivated to put time in if I don't believe that I'm going to get the result in the end, right? I mean, that's just a natural thing. If if it was uh, for this, it was like how to be mentally tough and 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 have this clarity and and be the best, sharpest mental version of yourself at the end of these 75 days. Well, I believed his claim when I started, and at the end of the 75 days, and for me it was 105. I was like, I felt like I could take on the world. I literally said to Heather, "If I go on Survivor, which is my favorite game show, I would win." Like that's how good I. I just was like. Nothing can break me. Nothing can break me. I've done this. I'm good. Throw me on Survivor right now. 39 days. Come on. I just did 105. Like, you know, and so I felt that way. It didn't matter whether I would have won Survivor or not. Who knows, right? But I felt that way. So the things he was saying to me of, you're going to feel this way when you get to the end came true. And so you have to believe the person has the knowledge and skill set and their plan is good enough that if you go and follow that, you will get the result that you want. Because if not, you're going to get halfway in or you're going to get a third in and you're going to give up, right? So I just think that's an important part. Like there's going to be a million people who can teach you how to build a side hustle. There's going to be a million people who could teach you how to learn a language. There's going to be a million people who could do blah, 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 all these things that you want to do, right? But you have to find the one that you trust that you say, I'm going to follow this person because I like the way they go about this and I'm going to get the result because then you'll be committed and you'll put the time in. Yeah. Uh, just a side note there that one of Travis's big life dreams is to be on Survivor. So if there are any casting agents out there listening, get this man on Survivor for crying out loud. I want to watch him suffer through the heat or I don't, I don't, I've never actually seen Survivor, but I know they do. Oh my gosh, for shame. They do I am crazy things over I there just love Survivor. <laughs> I want to go meta here. I love the fact that I get so amped up and I'm I'm not kidding. I'm like jumping around my room, my arms going. And then you cut in and you say, one of the life goals of Travis, like all <laughs> mellow, calm. I think it's these headphones. I'm like blocked out from the world here. I, I do think it comes back to 
the day-to-day enjoyment of the process as well. And I know one of the things that James Clear talks about in the book is an, an important part of um, changing habits is an identity shift, right? So for you, Trav, you want to take up surfing if you're able to sort of embrace this identity shift of like being a surfer, right? Like I want to be a surfer. Yeah, well, that's bruh. like an that's like another level of yeah, bro. Now he's laid back. Now he's a, hang loose, dude. Um, you know that's another level of commitment that adds a whole other level of psychology behind it. So, um, you know, it's about thinking about that question of what type of person do I want to be? And, you know, what are the habits of that type of person, of an athlete or a runner or a surfer? I know Chris is buzzing us out here. So there's so much around habits. One of the best versions of building habits that I've seen recently, and we had this discussion, we had two couples at our house um, over the holidays and um, they have two kids as well. So everyone has two kids. Um, And they were both the one... Uh, friend of ours is super into her Peloton, and actually both couples have have a Peloton. And, and Heather and I just do... a, an exercise bike. Oh, not just an exercise bike. If you're led to believe the Peloton marketing, but here's the thing: I I'm not pro or anti Peloton. Although I, you know, in my head I was anti Peloton for a while actually, because I just thought, why am I buying a more expensive exercise bike and then paying a monthly subscription fee? Like. A, awesome marketers, great business plan, obviously took off during the pandemic. They've had some issues since um, with with some marketing mishaps, maybe. Um, But Peloton, like, you know, shot up because because they're the marketing. But really what it shot up with was that people get into a habit. And my friend Katie loves her Peloton. I have a buddy, Stu, who actually moved Wait, across what's the, the monthly. Country. What's the monthly membership for? It's 49, 49 or 39 bucks a month. And it allows you to take the classes that they have. Okay. Um, so people, people love this because you're in your own home, but you can go on and you can take a class with trainer X, right? And they're leading live classes or recorded classes. And so you get the feel of doing it with other people, but okay. it also, so that's one part of it. But it also is like, it's all about competition. So my friend Katie was like celebrating that she had just done her 600th ride, right? And she was like, oh, my birthday was like my 300th ride. Like you're hitting milestones. Like you're Mm -hmm. building these habits and they're playing in to the psychology. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean they're playing into the psychology of that reward loop when it comes to habits. Like Okay, 600th ride. You like she even said you get shouted out by one of the trainers if if you're on your six, you know, whatever, 100th ride, 200th ride, like they'll ch- shout you out during the class. It's like what a simple reward, but right. it's a reward. And so, uh, you know, if you guys are are familiar with the Peloton, if you like the Peloton, if you don't like the Peloton, whatever, irregardless, they have done an incredible job at harnessing the power of habits and the psychology of habits and building a very, very loyal, uh, vibrant, uh, you know, you could, I don't want to use the C word uh, there, but let's call it community of followers who are just all in on the Peloton. When you talk to them about the Peloton, you're like, well, I could just go get a regular exercise bike and keep track of my own stuff and be like, what? It's like, (laughs) they don't want to hear it because they're all in on the Peloton and that's fine. Um, So, you know, 
that's a very good example of a company building around habits and people actually getting results because they are they want to get to that next milestone. They want to keep it a habit where if they would have had their own exercise bike, they would have stopped at ride five. So it's it's mutually beneficial for the company and the people if you build habits, you know, around stuff like that. So yeah. just a uh, just a good example of it. Yeah. And joining things like that is huge. I think about being in a band here. I have to play music once a week and I don't want to show up and not know what I'm doing like I did last week. So I need to practice in between, right? It just forces some habits on. There's just so much around habits. So uh, I think, again, the takeaway for me that I want to share is just make this something that you study and become aware of and get educated on so you can figure out how to tweak, add new ones, get rid of old ones that aren't serving you and... I guess, level up in some ways, right? I think that in a lot of ways, yeah. So there you go. Habits. There'll probably be another show on habits at some point, but um, specifically, you know, I think important as we recorded this in the beginning of the year 2022, when people are, I think goals and habits can go hand in hand or do go hand in hand, right? And the last show we just did was around goals and New Year's resolutions. This comes into habits you know, one of the ways to achieve your goals is to make sure that you're aware of what habits you have and what habits you want to build and consciously working towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. goals, habits, yeah, got it indeed. all here. Thanks for listening today. And if you want to build a habit of building a business, you can check us out over at locationindie.com where you can get around other people who are helping each other level up, build location-independent businesses, grow them and um, you know get to that lifestyle that you want to have so we have a free newsletter and plenty of info over there for you so if you want to get off the podcast and into our little virtual world we we're excited to welcome you in thank you guys for listening we'll chat soon until next time I'm Mellow J so mellow so relaxed Bye-bye.